Okay, and we're finally live. Nerny. Finally live. Had a little technical issues. Lots, lots of technical issues. Simple issues, but we got it fixed. It's kind of like when you're looking for your phone and you're like... It's in your hand. You're on it. Or you're talking on it. You're like, oh God, where's my phone? Garth, I lost my phone. (laughs) It's literally on my ear. Oh no. Well, I hope that everybody had a good Christmas. Looking forward to the new year. Great Christmas. Great Christmas. Great Christmas, guys. We got a new year coming up. Looking forward to it. And the rain. The rain, yeah. Supposed to rain here. Mm. And well. Kissing in the rain. It happens. The, um, real quick on the COVID front, we got vaccines Mm. going out. We got a new variant. Yeah, there's a new strand, apparently. That is, uh. It's, uh, rampant in the UK. Apparently it's. Pretty hefty in some European countries, and we have our first case of that variant in Colorado. And the, isn't it like um, it transmits quicker, but it's not as deadly? So, I guess it's supposedly more contagious. Um, the hospital rates and death rates have not went up, so I guess that would mean it is less deadly because it is in more infectious yeah but it's not risen the um, hospitalizations or anything but it is more infectious according to uh, the articles that i have read this is crazy man and now we have a vaccine that uh is gonna do god knows what and uh hopefully it helps i mean i hope that it uh somehow alleviates the situation so we can start getting people back to work and people back to normal society the article that I was reading about the new variant is that uh, supposedly vaccinations and herd immunity is still going to work for it. Maybe more more infectious, but it's supposed to same idea. Yeah, and I saw that there was a new uh, another vaccine getting to come out too. So hopefully the frontline workers are taken care of almost by now. And I think the. Last thing I read about the vaccine is that it's not have not had enough testing on pregnant women and people with autoimmune deficiencies. Yeah, and that they're not they're recommending that you wait, but they're not they're saying that they they don't see a reason why you shouldn't be able to take it. They're just recommending that you wait. Yeah, that's probably smart. Yeah. So, in other news, let's start with uh, the film of the week, like we have the last couple weeks. Ooh, you know what that's gonna be? Film of day weeka. If you haven't seen Hereditary, go now to your TV or streaming devices. Um, I think it's free on Amazon Prime right now. Yeah, I don't know. I can find out. It's got Tony Collette. She's uh, great, by the way. Amazing. She should have won uh, an award for that film. Great. Um, Gabriel Burns. Uh-huh. And it's about a family. And... Uh, Ari Aster, who was the director and writer, wrote the film Midsommar as well. So, and, Midsommar is for Prime. Okay. Hereditary is not. Okay. Well, it's probably like four bucks. Three ninety nine. So To rent it. If, if, whatever you needed to do to watch Hereditary, 
if you're into creepy movies, it's fantastic. Um, it is one of those films that will leave you feeling. Ooh, I remember the first time I watched it. It it was amazing, but I felt like part of my part of my soul was just drained out of me. Part of your soul was left. It's gone. See you later. It was it was really creepy, and yes. it, like like we said, Tony Collette. <laughs> holy shit, man! Yeah, her acting in that movie is is phenomenal. It's on point. I mean, she got snubbed for an award at that out of that film. Yeah, she. Uh, you want to give the plot? Of the yeah. Movie? Well, it's about a family who, um, her mother, and I don't want to get too spoilery, um, but her mother was a. Uh, was very secretive. She passed away at the beginning, which is not a spoiler. Caught like. And it just, it's a, it's a, as Ari Astor, the guy that wrote the film, describes it, it is a slow descent into just chaos and nightmare. So it's not like, it's not a gory film per se. It's more of a psychological thing. Yeah, but the ramp. So for me, most movies, ramp, climax, plummet this movie kind of slowly climaxes slowly ramps up and the ramp is is a good ramp up though it uh it's like a it's not a thriller but it's almost like it keeps you i want to say it keeps you on the edge of your seat but not quite yeah it keeps you close it keeps you in like this like middle ground of i'm really freaked out but i want to know more i can't stop it's almost like a i mean this might be cliche or like watching a train wreck because it literally goes from zero to a, and the ending, the, the final 30, 45 minutes of that film are insane. It's, it's almost like it, it kind of ramps really fast and then, and then it, it slows down again. It, it climaxes and then it slows down, but it doesn't go downhill. It's, it continues ramping after yeah. that. And it, 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 it's kind of left your imagination to try and see, I mean, to your, how you're, when you're watching it, you know, how, I guess how how it appeals to you, but to me, it it ramped up really quickly, and then it was a slow climb after that, it's and not a bad slow. It's definitely a slow burn. Yeah, that that kind of it harkens back to films like um, The Innocence um, back in the day. I know you probably haven't seen that mo- that movie, but it's a great one, and um, it just takes time to get where you're going. But when you get there, it 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 pays off to me. Worth the journey. To me, yeah, it pays off big time. Um, so I would definitely recommend recommend it. It's my uh, second favorite film of all time, behind Tombstone, and definitely my favorite horror movie. So it's um, it's not your typical horror jump scare. Um, no, you're waiting for the jump to come out. Although I did see a video clip. Uh, I have no idea what the movie is, but this chick, she's like looking underneath her bed and there's feet, these nasty, nasty feet. And she looks up, looks over top her bed. Ain't, ain't nobody there. Ain't nothing. Ain't, there's nothing. Nothing? Then, yeah. And then she looks back under the bed again and the feet are closer. And then the feet get on top of the bed. And you, of course, just watching the video, I'm sh- shitting bricks. I'm freaking out right now. So she goes up back to the top of the bed and, you know, looking over the top of the bed and there's nothing there. Huh. And and then all of a sudden it's like 
underneath the covers or some shit. Like you can see the outline, but you can't see it. It's I don't know. It's, it's creepy as hell. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. Well, that sounds familiar. I have no idea what it is. Was it from a movie? I'm assuming so. Yeah. It sounds kind of like Lights Out. But What's Lights Out about? It's that movie where they like they they turn the light the light on, and like the coast is clear or whatever. Then they turn it off. The thing pops up like the uh-uh. the shadow. It's not that. Okay. I want to say it was like she grabbed a a a switch or something. It had something to do with a game, or with a game system or something maybe. Huh. I don't know. It was creepy as hell. Like I said, <laughs> no idea. That some bitch. You can't see him. But you see his feet imprints on the bed, and then all of a sudden he's like under the covers in the bed, in the, like in the covers. Uh, but you can't see him; just his outline. It's creepy as hell. Freak me out. I know I will be smacking the shit out of the covers. Oh yeah. I don't know about you jumping out a window. I watched um, Exorcist style. Yo, dude. I watched I watched a movie last week called um, Butterfly Kisses. And it was another, it was a mockumentary, which I, I enjoy those films, like the found footage type. Yeah. Not all of them. They had to be done a certain way. And um, this movie was about this girl who started this project, and there was this thing that, I can't remember what they called this creature, but um, he would show up in her videos, and... She ended up going missing, and so did this kid. And then there was like no record of them. It's a whole mind, mind fuck. Butterfly kisses. Yeah. Might have to. Uh, read it's interesting. That. It's interesting. It's kind of lame. Yeah. But I enjoyed it, like for what it was, and it had uh the guy that directed one of the directors of um. A Blair Witch Project. He was in the film as an actor, hmm. which I thought was pretty cool. Because basically these guys, this dude who's just kind of an asshole, and it, his life is falling apart, he finds those tapes, and he decides decides to make a movie about it. And no one believes that this thing is real, he can't get funding for it, and this whole deal, and um, he just descends into madness, and hmm. it goes kind of crazy. But, I mean, it's definitely out, worth a watch. Do you find out what the thing is? Not really. You see it, which I hated. Oh. You know, like, of course, like, it's okay. Like, they should have had drawings and stuff of it like they did. Yeah. But there's parts where it shows it. It's like a jump scare, and you're like, man, come on. It's like the movie Sinister. They ruined that fucking movie. Which movie was that one? The one with Ethan Hawke. And he's a, he's a, he's a. I was just thinking about he that. He writes. Yeah, he's a writer. Yes. Yeah, and he moves into that house. The whole film. Oh god, that so creepy. good until you see this stupid, fucking ignorant ass fucking demon, whatever he is, and I'm just going, I you lost me. You that it killed the whole movie for me. Demons just creep me out. Well, so demons is one like thing, that, right? It's like it's you know. one thing, but this guy, it was. He had some stupid name. Yeah. Oogie Boogie. Yeah, and he Mr. like Boogie. turns. He's got a picture of him on his computer. Over yeah. And he like turns and looks at him. And he's and he just conveniently in all these pictures and videos of these yeah. families that died. Yeah. So stupid. That was kind of, that was a, uh, I remember watching that. I like, I like scary movies. I like Ethan Hawke is the shit. 
Oh yeah. But I, I don't jump scares don't really get me. No. I don't really jump. Um depends on what it is. It does. Uh like that it has to be like paranormal activity. Yeah. I watched the first movie. I will and I repeat, will not watch another one. I don't <laughs> do that shit. When she throws that boy across the house and into the camera, uh uh-uh. uh, no no. The first one <clears throat> I'll be straight up honest. I didn't like any of them. I haven't seen past the first one. Um, the first one was okay because it was a little different. It's a little different take on what was going yeah, on. Yeah. Um, but it again. I mean, it's not really my style of movie. Mm-mm. I'm kind of a snob when it comes to films. Well, like for me, when I watched it, I was younger, of course. Yeah. And I want to say there's a scene where there that um, came out when we were in high school. Yeah. Yeah. The first one. The first one did. Yeah. I want to say there's a scene in there where something like grabs her leg and pulls her out of bed or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That shit creeped me out. Number one. Then she stands over top of him through the night and he doesn't wake up. I'll be down. (laughs) Um, I'm waking up. Someone's staring at me. You're going to get a swift kick to the cooter. um, mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Get your teeth knocked out. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. Tell her Carla sent you because punch her in a cooter. I don't care. Wow, right in the face. I'm mm-mm. you stand do not and this is this is for my wife. If you stand over me in the middle of the night and watch me, it's not my fault. <laughs> Bro, I swear, did you ever see the movie Poltergeist? It's been a long time. When I was a kid, that movie terrified me because of the white noise scene with the little girl. Yeah. They're here. I think that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Forget the clown. That didn't scare me. Yeah. None of that scared me. That one part with her sitting at that fucking TV, I would wake up in the middle of the night because I left my TV on or whatever. Yeah. And somehow there would be white noise going. Freaking the like, fuck out. Ooh. I- I'll tell you a, a movie that fucked me up when I was a kid was The Ring. Yeah. That bitch gave me the heebie-jeebies. That and uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of freaked me out a little bit. I always liked Texas Chainsaw, but the movies that got me the most were like Signs. Ooh, yeah. I didn't like that, that movie got that me real bad when I was a kid. There's a monster outside my window. Can I have a glass of water? I mean, that movie just, it, it was one of the first movies I remember ever really terrifying me. That's got um, Joaquin Phoenix in it, doesn't it? Yeah. Mel Gibson. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. Rory Culkin. Macaulay Culkin's brother. Yeah. Um, the girl from Zombieland. The younger one. Um, Abigail, yeah, something or another. Yeah, she was the little sister. Yeah, she's young in that. Yeah, movie. yeah. M Night Shyamalan had some bangers, but dude, he had some real bad movies too. Or The Sixth Sense was yeah. good. Unbreakable is one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Signs. Then you start to kind of go downhill at the village. The village was weird. Eh. Like it was. Eh. Eh. It wasn't a horror movie. No. I think what hurt that film was the fact that they the marketing was done wrong with it. Yeah, it's not they a They marketed movie. it as yeah. a horror movie. Yeah, but it's not. It's more of a... It's like a romance. Yeah. It really is. Because yeah. what's her name? Uh, Howard. Ron Howard's daughter. You know? She goes and she she's trying to save Joaquin Phoenix, who she's in love with. And the people didn't want her leaving. Yeah. You know, the elders didn't want them leaving that little... It's- it's kind of like, it's a thriller too, almost. It's, it is. It's not. It's not a, a horror movie. It's no. Not a jump scare. It's more of a thriller and a creep factor, I guess. 
And then you had, um, of course, the blunders, the happening. Uh, oh, Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Marky Ooh, Mark. Don't say that. <laughs> and then I you... remember that, that was an interesting movie, though. It was so bad. It was interesting. It was. I didn't say it was great. And then you had movies like uh, the movie uh, he did the Last Airbender. Whoa. Oh, Avatar. Yeah. Cringe. Yeah. So, fest. Hey, the show, like the cartoon show. I know whatever. you were a big fan of that show back uh, in the day, bruh. That shit is cracked. <laughs> Crack. Shit is cracked, my guy. That shit was good. I I loved this show as a kid, but the movie is. It was bad. A tr- Okay, so another example of that is uh, Attack on Titan is a anime that wasn't originally intended to blow up like it did. They were going to do a, a, a season and that right. call it a day. But it exploded because the animation is so good and the, the story about it is, is great. And it's just a perfect storm. I mean, it's great. Yeah. So the final season's out now. It's been years. I mean, it took like three or four years for the second <laughs> season to come out. Rick and Morty. Yeah. Dan Harmon. Fuck they, you. There's a live action movie of Attack on Titan. Oh, Yikes. Those never work out well. No. It's terrible. They never work out well. Uh-uh. Then, like, they try to do it with that Death Note movie. Oh, yeah. No. And I'm not like an anime guy, but. Um, Death Note's a pretty. Uh, as, if you've not it's watched a cool anime. Concept. It is. If it's you cool don't watch concept. anime and, you know, you're, it's not your thing, Death Note is typically the one you start with. I mean, it's. it's a, pretty good the concept is is interesting like what about dragon ball z that's where Mm. you usually start at well you know (laughs) spend three episodes with someone taking a shit (laughs) yeah pretty much i mean i have a soft spot for dragon ball z but that was my favorite show as a kid it's so nostalgic oh dude it's just straight nostalgia the frieza saga Ooh man dragon ball z like for me when i was a kid it was Dragon Ball Z, Star Wars, yep. Ninja Turtles, eh. Power Rangers. Yeah. Dude, the Power Rangers film when I was a kid, mm-hmm. when they, when they, at the beginning, when they jumped out of the, the airplane and they, they're playing the fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers, they're fucking flying, doing the little flips and yeah. shit with is the that escape the, snowboards. That, is that the movie where they, uh, the they lose their powers and then get it back? Yeah, they, they become have to the, go into the woods the end, or whatever. They the alien rangers. They have like the ninja outfits on. Yeah, she's. They're like fighting bad guys. And the goose. Yeah, the chick. She like trips one. She says, <laughs> "Have a nice trip. <laughs> See you next fall." <laughs> you remember lines from it? I remember that one. Have a nice trip. Have a nice trip. See you next fall. I remember it spoke to me as a kid because I always wanted to do that to somebody. Huh? Have a nice trip. See you next fall. What? Yeah, dude. It spoke to you. Oh man, it spoke to my inner. That's hilarious. Inner ag- ag- aggression. I don't know. That's hilarious. Well, I love Power Rangers. Oh, and then like, of course, like you know, I I was a big fan of Power Rangers. But then when Courage, the Cowardly Dog, and Friday, 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 what was it? Cartoon, Cartoon Fridays. Yes, Courage. That Johnny shit was Bravo. cracked. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Courage, Dexter's Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Dexter's Lab. Power Johnny Puff Bravo. Girls. Powerpuff Girls. Ooh, Cow and that. Chicken. Ooh, yeah. And then on Nickelodeon, you had Brandon Stimpy. All that. Keenan and Kel show. I was a big fan of Courage. Oh, dude. Courage is my favorite. You know me. Creepy yeah. shit. Oh. All day. Eustace. Wasn't well, that his When name? I was a kid, bro, 
I used to sneak movies out of like Blockbuster or Hollywood Video before they put them yeah. in the back. Oh like, yeah, behind the counter. Yeah, I would take movies like The Exorcist was one of the first movies I ever took out of the box and put it in like, you know, it, I don't know what what kid movie I was watching. Yeah, like to make it look like Land Before Time. I, I don't know. It was like a Power <laughs> Rangers movie or something like. I think it was. It was a. I think it was Eustace and Muriel. Muriel. Courage? Or yeah. His, yeah. Mario. Okay. Yeah. Mario and Eustace. But I would stick these movies in there, and then I would get scared as shit of them. Mm-hmm. Like, it would scare me to death. And I'd be like, I-, I can't say anything. Can you imagine getting The Exorcist and getting home and it's Land Before Time? Because <laughs> you've swapped it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody's like, man, this is going to be creepy. It's going to be cracked, my guy. And there's fucking animated dinosaurs walking over the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Jurassic Park. When I was a kid... Shit was creepy, the right? fucking raptors. Yeah. Well, not just the raptors. The T-Rex scared me. Mm. The T-Rex scene when he flips the, the fucking truck over with yeah. kids in it. Whoa. I, and all that was animatronics. None yeah. of, all that was like puppets. None yeah, of it was CGI. CG, yeah. Which was amazing. And it still looked good. And you know, another movie that scared me when I was young was E.T., E.T. Phone Home. Of course, I grew to love it, but when I was little, little... It was creepy. Holy shit. It was weird. The beginning scene of that movie, when they're chasing E.T. through the woods, and it's all loud, he's like... And they're chasing his ass. They get the lights shining, it's dark as hell. Yeah, that scared me, but... I haven't watched... That is a movie that I haven't seen in a long time. It's great. Great. Did you ever watch the Titanic when you were young? Oh, yeah. I remember watching... uh, I hated it. Oh, I wasn't a big fan, except for one scene. Everybody's fucking parents and grandparents had them two, the two tape fucking set yep. of that long ass ridiculous movie. Yeah. I only like that. My mom was watching it laying on the couch. Me and my <laughs> brother were in the floor and I remember like hiding up underneath the table so I could watch the booby scene. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where that was going. Oh, mm-hmm. paint me well, like paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs> Bend like, over. He's sitting there drawing her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, do it, do it, paint him." Of course, like, paint every, like it wasn't long before that that Leonardo DiCaprio was in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Oh really? Remember that? No. You never saw that? Mm-mm. Where he plays the mentally challenged kid, and mm-hmm. Johnny Depp is his brother. Maybe. And his mom is like his best friend. She dies because she's like severely overweight. Been a while. It's a, it's a sad. I don't watch it much because stupid sad. Yeah, but it's a good movie. Talking about phenomenal actors, Leo. Oh yeah, Leo's good. Oh yeah, Johnny Depp is too. Johnny Depp is amazing. Leo, but Leo, man, he's been in so many, so many movies that were, like, I thought to me, Inception was kind of overrated. Um, I thought Inception was pretty cool. It was cool. It was cool. It was worth a watch first, maybe maybe twice. That's about it. I did not like Shutter Island. No, I didn't like it either. If I remember correctly, he turns out to be a crazy patient the whole time, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like it. He was, uh, oh my God, what other movies has he been in? I mean, he's been in several, obviously. Yeah, he's been in a bunch. What's the one where he's uh, out in the woods? The Revenant. Yeah, that one. When he gets that... mauled by that fucking bear. Yeah, apparently that one's pretty good. I haven't seen it. That was good. Yeah. yeah I haven't seen it yet. Uh, he was also in that movie with uh, Brad Pitt last year. About Hollywood. Hmm. I haven't seen that. He was in Django. Yeah. 
in Django. He did pretty good. You know, he cut his hand in that scene in Django. It wasn't it wasn't scripted. It was he like legit cut his yeah. hand. Yeah. And kept on going. Yeah. That's cool. God, dude, he's been in a lot of movies. I just can't remember him. He's been in a lot of shit. Once upon a time in Hollywood. You don't need to watch that. It's good. It's crazy. It's about like um the I can't remember the guy's name, but it was about his relationship with Charles Manson. And it's got like Bruce Lee in it, like obviously someone playing Bruce Lee, but it's a bunch of like Hollywood figures from back in the day. Interesting film. Something else interesting. How about what that? Uh, I mean, this came out like a week and a half ago, but this Israeli leader saying that. Oh, it's already it's come out. This is the second time it's come around. Yeah. That okay. So I've heard before. You know, we've all heard before. Some people haven't, but years ago. Uh, there was a Canadian leader uh, that said there was several species of alien that worked inside the U.S. government, and one which was called the Tall Whites. Yeah. Um, and those have had connections to like the Third Reich from mm-hmm. way back. Um, people think that von Braun might have been an alien, and uh, the whole Operation Paperclip when they brought over Nazis to work in our government. Um, but this Israeli leader that came out late recently and said that the U.S. works with aliens. They knew about aliens. There's a base on Mars. There's a base inside of Mars. Yep. And, um. What is it? They're, uh, we're not ready. Yeah. So they're not telling us. So, the, so we're not ready. So it's not being let out. Yeah. Although some of it has been fed to us through this pandemic. We've talked about this already. Um. But it's all—it's also interesting because he brought up that there was a galactic federation mm. that they were making deals with. Uh oh! And had been making deals. Now, can you imagine? Anybody seen uh, what's it called? Jupiter rising, <laughs> Jupiter ascending. What deals are they making? Like they're selling our planet. Selling our planet. Maybe maybe somebody out there owns our planet. Here's the thing: when people argue the whole alien thing, and no one knows for certain that it's a real thing. Yeah, I tend to believe in it. Um, but I also leave room for bullshit. Yeah. Um, obviously like when an alien story comes out or you watch a lot of alien stuff and the same kind of goes for like any paranormal, it's always some like crackhead looking people like weirdos. And they're like, yeah, seen an alien out there. Couldn't put my beer bottle down fast enough to go catch a look at that <laughs> some bitch. You know what I'm saying? But I think there's a lot of validity to stories. I mean, I've seen things I can't explain my whole life. We were talking about this earlier that, you know, nobody's going to believe it anyways. So it doesn't matter whether, if it's, if they exist or don't as of right right now, nobody's going to believe that. Well, it's like, we don't, people don't worry about those things. They worry about stupid shit that doesn't matter. Um, And so we can't just say, well, obviously if we're being sold out to a galactic federation, (laughs) like, that's not good. There's a lot of movies and books about that. Yeah, it's an, and it's scary. But at the same time, when people try to say that, well, aliens wouldn't be interested in us, you're crazy. I mean, we send people to Galapagos Island to do research. We've sent people to space to try to do research. Well, we do. We're interested in other. What makes other us think that there's we? not someone else out there doing the same thing? Well, what's the difference between us being interested in other countries? I know. And, you know what I mean? It's, That's what I'm it's saying. It's essentially the same thing. We've we've always been explorers. Yeah. What 
makes you think that they wouldn't be interested in us. Well, why wouldn't they? Be that's insane? a bad argument. I mean, it's but that's what a lot of people say, and then a lot of people are like, "Well, why isn't there more sightings?" Well, don't you think that if this is an advanced civilization, right? Maybe they have something that some kind of technology where they're untraceable, undetectable by our technology. Yeah, sure. I don't see why not. Or they're so far behind us that they're just stuck on their planet. Maybe I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's some of each. Think, maybe there's people out there that are that are like stuck in the 1700s on another planet. <laughs> I don't know. It's I, weird. I think that considering how vast our universe is, that the idea that the only sentient life forms are us is um, a little egotistical. If you ask me, it's almost inconceivable. It just, yeah, I don't. I don't know how you could think that. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, even taking religion away and scientifically speaking, uh, I just, if we're here, why why is it so inconceivable that there's other races or other? And science and science has gone a long way in trying to um, open portals with the CERN super collider in Switzerland. They've gone a long way trying to do these things, prove that there's different dimensions, see, like different I'm, realities. I'm good with aliens. You start opening portals and shit. That's a, that's a, like black holes. Uh-uh. Where's the beginning and end of a black hole? Well, I mean, and those have happened. What the hell are we gonna let in? That's what I'm saying. What's it's, going out? You, if you're not saying Stranger Things, what's going in and out? Yeah, Even I mean, there's... Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking, before he died, said that. It's not a good idea. I don't think it is. He said that what they were doing in Switzerland with the CERN super collider was not a good idea. And they do some weird shit, dude. They have like weird ceremonies. And there's shit that we don't even know about. Oh, Lord. Yeah. There's no telling what they do and what they found and haven't found. Well, it's been a while, but um, I actually think I was deployed when I read about this. But there was a story where they had a hundred... Uh, college high le- high level, like doctorate level scientists, right? They were finishing up school. Yeah, they were doing this huge study in CERN. It might have been two hundred, and half of them quit. And you want to know why? This was when they ran it the first time. This was so. This story goes back to when they ran the super collider the first time. There was half of them that quit afterwards because they claimed they heard voices and they saw shadow like figures coming out of the machine and around the and around the room that this thing is in. This thing is Mm-mm. seven miles long, dude. This machine is seven yeah, miles a, long. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> so you, we're talking about some creepy shit uh, show of the week here. On Netflix, it's called Dark. You ever heard of it? Uh. Uh-uh. So I remember watching the first season. Let's see. Wait, is that a foreign show? German. Yes, it's a German show. I yes. have seen the previews. So I watched it in two thousand and seventeen or eighteen, maybe seventeen, sixteen, sixteen, seventeen, somewhere in that yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it's it's a very puzzling show. It's kind of hard to ha- grasp what's going mm-hmm. on and then when you do kind of get it it's oh you go <gasps> it's it's i have i want to say another season i haven't watched it yet it's been a while but that shit is universal that <gasps> show 
<laughs> yeah. That show that the show is great. I mean, it grabs you and pulls you in, and yeah. you will watch. You will binge the whole damn thing. Yeah, the preview looked cool. <clears throat> so there's basically two kids go missing. Yeah, and it's a couple of families tied in with a whole bunch of shit that goes down and trying to figure out what the hell happened. And it uh, there's a pretty good twist to it that you will not see coming, and it's got some. Like creepy shit, like you don't. This is why you don't play with portal kind of shit. Yeah, it's it's not a portal to another dimension or anything crazy, but it's there's a the idea of something like that in it, and it's I don't want to ruin it, but it's well, it's like, a pretty good twist. Like with the uh, the whole idea of the collider, the super collider, splitting reality or whatever might happen if they ran that thing at full power. Yeah, um, and they found I think they. Found or got close to finding the God particle, what they call the God particle, right? I don't know what it is, but um, whatever happened with it? This what do they what do they do with it? Well, I don't know. I don't know if they actually found it, right? But the whole like idea that I don't know if you heard what I said a minute ago, but uh-uh. when they when these students were there, and there was like two hundred of them, half of them quit. Because they started hearing voices and seeing uh, dark figures in the room with them while they were running the machine, the collider. Um, and some of them claimed that the, the voices were voices from their past, like people that passed away that they knew, or like a grandparent that they never met. They were like, this is granddad. You know, Grandpa and they're sitting here. in this room like, what the fuck? So they quit. I would have quit. Oh my, yeah. I'm like, I got enough fucking baggage, dog. I'm already fucked up. I don't need that shit. Yeah. I don't need any help. None. <laughs> I, need me to, I don't need nothing pushing me. No. To the it to the edge. No, because I don't, and I damn sure don't need nothing to like push me to the ground when I turn around. There's nothing's there. Nothing's there. It's <laughs> I just fall. But somebody push me. Uh. Uh-uh. That's okay. Oh, oh, shit myself. <laughs> well, and also maybe it goes a long way in, 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 uh, kind of understanding like the Mandela effect. You know what I'm talking about? No. You know what it is. Like, people think, like, I, like a majority of people will believe one thing that is, they think like, like, for instance, with a Monopoly man, people think he has a monocle. Yeah. He does not. Huh. Okay. All right. And like that movie, that movie Shazam Mm -hmm. that people remember from some time where somebody was a genie or it's like Sinbad, I think was a genie. Mm -hmm. It never happened. It was, it was uh, Shaq. Hmm. It's just weird shit, man. Maybe that explains why a whole group of people will remember something as one thing, but it's really not that. I'm just talking about realities, right? And multiverse, because I think I think there's some validity to that. I, think I don't that's know how a, much. I'm not a fucking scientist. No, I think that's an insanely complex uh, thing that uh, that you and I couldn't be, begin to comprehend. But it's cool to think about, though. Oh yeah, I love movies about it. I mean, I love Rick and Morty, and all yeah. they do is split, jump from reality to reality. Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. 
such a good show. It's a shame they take fucking years to make that shit. Yeah, that's the problem with good shows. Stranger Things, I think it's it's awesome. When's the next season it coming out? Never. You kids are getting old, dude. I still can't get over the fact that there's someone in a high level of government that said that we were signing galactic. <laughs> what did what that treaties video you with the Galactic Federation? That video you sent me yesterday, or was it today? Might have been today with the reptiles. Yeah. What what the hell was that from? Some guy. Some guy. So George Bush Senior. Yeah. And uh, Junior. Yeah. Are Obama. Uh, Obama, Bernie Sanders, Biden, Biden. No, not Biden. Not Biden. Was it not Biden? No, not Biden. Okay, not Trump though. Not Trump. But Trump knows about the but reptiles. Trump, yes, the reptiles. Trump knows about it, <laughs> but Trump is not a reptile. But the other ones were. Dude, there has been people come out and claim that they work for some part of the government. And here's the problem: the government is so compartmentalized. Yeah. There's so many segments. That no one knows what the fuck is going on in. Yeah. No one knows what the hell each other does. I mean, in the military, I was pretty deep. I was pretty deep into some secret, top secret clearance shit. And I didn't never, I mean, I don't remember it. If I ever saw anything that was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I know I saw things in Afghanistan and, and other things, but, you know, like, can you imagine, like, CIA or... Or those type of people, like I mean, this that, that. But that's probably not even the tip of the iceberg. I think it's crazy because the government essentially sounds it is so compartmentalized. They can do because there's so much money involved. Yeah, they can essentially do what they want and say what they want, and people are going to believe it because yeah. of well, what else is it? They don't. Well, how else are you going to believe it? What else are you going to believe except for what you've been told to believe? And it's and if you go against the grain. You know, you're crazy or you're a conspiracy theorist. Well, I'll tell you this. and I, th- I may have said this on here before, but if you still have faith in this government, regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, if you still have faith in this government and in this system that we live under, you are fucking crazy. If oh, you yeah. are not asking questions now, you are loopy you're out of your mind yeah if you if now i'm not saying the system is entirely faulted but or at fault but you're knocking futs if you think that the system is is geared right now anymore geared for us it's not it's not no. geared for the people it's good for the the people up top to keep the money up top it's geared to donors yep lobbyists and the incredibly wealthy it is i mean it, Essentially, if you have enough money, you can do whatever you want. So you keep the money up top. And it sounds, maybe it sounds crazy, but if you keep enough money up top, you keep enough people ignorant down low, you control. So, you know, you keep the money in the 1% of the population. The other 99%, you control them. Yeah. You you essentially control the masses by that. I of mean, course. So. And now, like, more than ever, you have to question why. Is it that we're only getting two, like, okay, it's such a big fucking deal for these idiots to fight over $600 or $2,000 when they're sending millions of dollars to other countries. Overseas. Like Cairo, Israel. Talking about fish in Mexico. What is that? Like, 
what does all of this stuff add up to? Like, what is going on? I understand that it's an annual spending bill, but COVID is such a monster issue right now, and we're and we're sending money to all these other all this other stuff that should be focused on gearing us for COVID to yeah. prevent it from happening again. Well, they and that's what they report on. What gets reported and what gets put out, right? Is well, there's money for testing, there's money for vaccine, there's money for this, there's money for that. Like, to, what did, what are these museums doing for COVID? I'm sorry. Yeah. All this money to museums? What do well, they need? What are they doing? Well, it's like, they'll spend it like, well, they have to give them money because they haven't had visitation. Like, people aren't paying to go there. I'm sorry. I what about, uh, that's how it works for mom and pop shops. Where's the money for them? That's the problem. All these mom and pop shops on the street that are privately owned by regular people have shut down because they they ain't get no visitation. Well, a lot of those museums you were talking about, like the Kennedy Center, they're all under government subsidies. Yeah, they send the money out so it gets flipped right back around and, and goes to my pocket. Probably all donors that run it. Yep. So and God, dude, God knows what goes on in those places. Money and know. politics is the biggest, the biggest problem. It is that we have in America. It is. It's the biggest problem. Um, I'm not saying we're the most, we're insanely corrupt or there's not worse places. We are definitely insanely corrupt. The only difference here. We're not open about it. The only difference here. We hide it. Yes. We hide it. We are all under some type of um, control. Mind control. It's misguided. It's sleight of hand. You're misguided. Yes. People are misguided. You look over here. So do you remember the, uh, I don't know if we've talked about it. Have we talked about the TPP? Oh, yeah. The, on, on the, Not on here, no. So the Trans-Pacific no. Partnership? Yeah. You know that? Do you remember when that was slid through? Oh, yeah. It was under Obama. Yep. And it was when all the stuff was coming out with... Uh, well, they were trying to push the TPP when Bush was in office. They were, but it did not come through until no. Obama. That's when it was pushed through. Yeah. And... Didn't it go under the, the bill for... Uh, uh, was it same-sex marriage? Gay rights? Was it gay rights? I think it was. Along there? It had it was in that time frame. I want to say it was with that. Yeah, and don't quote me on that, but I believe that's pretty. pretty I sure think that's it, was. What it was. Yeah, but the uproar then was, of course, the gay rights, and you either had people, the one side saying this is bullshit. Why, why shouldn't I have the same rights as everybody else? And yeah. the other side, I did, the other side is, well, you're gay. You don't deserve the same rights. Well, All to be clear, to be clear, they deserve that. Absolutely. No matter how you believe yeah. consciously, like about whatever religious group you're a part of or whatever, for God's sakes, dude. In Afghanistan, they throw people off of buildings because they're gay. Yeah. So, I and, mean, and I'm sure it happens in several other countries. But the fact is, this is the United States. Yes, let them have the freedom, but don't slip no poppycock under in the same bill. Yeah. In the same bill, they're trying to sell you out. Well, that, country out. That's kind of what I was getting at is that. And they're doing the same thing with the COVID bill. I agree. I mean, they, that's kind of where I'm leading to. So, you know, slide a hand. Everybody be in an uproar over this because people so strongly, one way or the other, whether it be from ignorance or what say you. And then over here, because nobody's paying attention, you slide this extra stuff in and nobody knows about it. Nobody, nobody, and the people that do pay attention to it, there ain't nothing they can do. So you got. You know, they tack the relief bill on top of the annual spending bill so they get it pushed through. Yeah. It was approved for $600. Um, then Trump pushed for 2000 The House passed it. Mitch McConnell yeah. said no. Nah. Said no. Said no. 
And Mitch McConnell also wants liability protection for corporations, and yeah. Trump's trying to push to remove liability protection for social media and shit like that. And if I'm, I'm not mistaken. And I'm not on any on any side of this really, to be really clear, because I'm a, I've come to the conclusion that we as a people need to start standing up to this corruption. Yeah, it's getting out of hand. Oh, it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get so much worse. And people are just like, well. You know, I I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get how people aren't paying more attention at this point. Well, and you have people that want it, that see it and want to reach out and want to do something about it. But you go into politics that because you, you want to make a difference. But if you are too against the norm, if you don't flow like the establishment expects that you're going to, yeah, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make up. But that's the problem. That that's what I'm talking about. Like we need to stop relying on the the figureheads yep. and come back as a people and say, look, we're not going to do this anymore. Well, you know, like we talked about, and I'm not saying we have to revolt. No, I'm not saying take to the streets and bloodshed and none of that. You don't need to. So I'm saying stop buying the bullshit. Well, just like we talked the other day, can you imagine if everybody decided to take two weeks and not spend a fucking dime and stay home and not go to work. Don't go to work. Don't go spend a whole bunch of bullshit. You got, there's, I mean, I'm, there are people out there, of course, that don't have two weeks worth of food in their home. Right. But that is a potential to build to. You know, yeah. you just ways to store, you can slowly store food. Yeah. To do something like that. And if you can imagine um, people sharing food in that type of situation, you know, whatever, so that we could go two weeks of a no spending, cancel subscription, don't go to the store, stay at home. Don't pay your house payment. What are they going to do? Take your house if you miss one payment? I, I think not. Don't pay your car payment. Don't pay anything for two weeks. Can't. Don't do shit. Imagine. Yeah. The, the, our economy, how it would just implode. That's the stand we would have to take and say, listen, I don't care what the repercussions may be. Right. But we are the cogs in the wheel that, that run this country. We are. So when when that stops, there's no other option, and and then the power is in our hands in some ways. To say, well, take the money out of politics, you know, get new blood in there. We don't want the same old establishment people. I'm not sure how. So you know, you and I both agree that money in politics is a problem. There oh should yeah, should be no money in politics. Yeah, I do think that they should receive a, a livable wage. Mm-hmm. You know. Whatever I, I could even see sixty to a hundred. You know what? They're they're making important decisions. They're gotta put in a lot of time and work and blah blah, and they gotta get there. So make it livable, make it decent. But that should be it. No other money. No no n- 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 no nothing. Yeah. Just your salary. You're not allowed to receive any kind of uh, dividends or right. You know anything like that. Well, what these politicians, dude, we foot their bill and tax money. Yeah. And and we talked about this the other day too. We foot these people's bill. We we pay them with our tax dollars, right? Yet some of them want to bitch and complain about what they what we pay to welfare. Fuck off. But We're like, taking care of our people yeah. through welfare. I, I'm a I'm on board with welfare. Even though there's people that abuse it, it still needs to be there. That's a fact. It's a system that's abusable. I mean it's it's not perfect, but it's there for a reason. Sure, there might be some things that need to be tightened up or whatever, but the fact is, 
we're paying all this money in taxes to these assholes who control us. Um, they control, they make the decisions that we don't vote on. We have no say in, right? And then they're able to take millions of dollars from donors. Like I was looking at um, when the, all the tax stuff came up with Trump, I looked at uh, Kamala Harris's taxes from right. the year before, from the prior. And her and her husband, if I remember correctly, made like four and a half million dollars the year prior. Yeah. Her husband made the majority of it. She, Kamala Harris, pulled in a little over a million. Yeah. What are you doing as a politician to make a million dollars? A senator. As a senator, you made a million dollars this last year. What? What? And that's for all of them. That's insane. That's for all of them. Yeah. yeah. They're all under the same umbrella. And that's just what they're, that's just, if that is just what they're showing. Right. That doesn't mean that's what they made. Right. You know, there's money, there's illegal money, you know, know, things like that. But you're on your taxes saying you made a million dollars and you're just a senator. What? Why, why do you? Why are you making that much money? And what, like a quarter, like a third of that is money from the taxpayers? Um, I, that I'm not sure of. So that's the that's what they should be getting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Two hundred fifty. What is it? What's the salary for a senator? Like two hundred fifty thousand a year? It's it's way too much money. Well, that's fine. I'm I'm okay with that. Like we said, pay him that, whatever. But donor money? Nope. A million dollars. Cut that shit dollars. out. This that right there is the why you and I can't get a raise over twenty bucks an hour because these people spend so much money in their pockets. These people will will they do favors, <clears throat> and just a side for, note for the here, corporations for the donors. Right. Side note here: I wasn't picking on Kamala Harris because no. I dislike her. No, it's I'm not her biggest fan, but that's just the vet, the one but that, that I, but that statement is for all of them. That's it, like I that said, goes to all it's of under them. the whole umbrella. Yes, not McConnell, just not just her. Everybody, Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi, Bernie Sanders, all of them. They're all assholes. Yep. Sorry. I mean, if you haven't seen it, do people can say whatever they want to say? It does not mean they believe it. They don't give a shit about you. None of them do. They can look up anything they want on us, right? Yep. They can collect our data under the Patriot Act. They can see all that surveil us all the time, but we don't know a damn thing about them. Yep. Nothing. Know nothing. We know nothing about their back their backroom deals and signing Galactic Federation uh, contracts. <laughs> it's just it, it's mind boggling when I when I looked at that it didn't didn't dawn on me then. Um, I was just saying, oh, they made four and a half million. They paid four hundred some thousand in taxes. Uh, they did their dues. But the fact that you made a million dollars off being a senator should speak numbers to people. That's all. That is more money than most people make in years. And they're doing it in a year. And you can go bust your ass 60 hours, 80 hours a week, and you're not going to make a million dollars. You're not going to make anything close to a million dollars. Well, and here's the thing, dude. They've got everybody so consumed in their... The daily rat race. Well, that's because you have to put so many hours. You in. have to. Right? You have no option. Right. You can't make a million dollars by working four hours a day. You got to work 12, 16, 20 hours a day for years to even get in a situation where you make hella good money. Yeah. And it's even worse than it was yeah. before and years ago. Yeah. And, and so you're so consumed, like you said, in the rat race that you don't have time to pay attention to everything else. And yeah. I think that's for the majority of America. And if you're not 
you're not working 80 hours a week to try and progress, you know, because you're uh, whatever reason, maybe you're, you're stuck in a position that you don't have, you, you don't have a lot of options. Yeah. So, you know, you're stuck making 15 bucks an hour. Right. And, or you're stuck making less, you know, minimum wage, you know, you're in a, in a impasse and there's the options are just not there. So what do you do? You don't have time to worry about or to think about all this other shit that air quotes here don't matter. Yeah. And so people just continue doing and taking and it just, you know, we're just kind of here. They're just, they're just like watching. It's, um, it's a broken system. It is. And then you have, you know, entertainment. There's a lot of money in entertainment. Football players make right. a shitload of money, yeah. but they're also, it's entertainment. It's what we enjoy. We love to see that. We love to watch it. We love football. Yeah. They're out there busting their ass, training, doing everything they got to do to stay in shape, to be able to, to give us that entertainment. And it's not like it's not dangerous. No, you it's, know, very it's, dangerous. it's very dangerous. So yeah, they make good money, but there's reasons behind that. It's they're not just sitting on their ass saying, Hey, this sounds like a good idea. And they're not making decisions. Right. To control us. Right. And to put us in situations where we're like, well, am I going to feed my family today? Right. You know? Um, it's disturbing. It is. It's it's crazy where our money goes to. If you really think about it, where does the majority of our Good money Lord, go to? Man. I mean, it, since the dawn of this country, the money has always gone to some wacky shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody funded the uh, MK Ultra projects in the you know the sixties. Yeah. Uh, you know, somebody funded all these insane things that we've done to citizens in this country. The, all these years, and uh, well, we got on a we got on a kick, didn't we? Yeah, we went way off script on this one. That well, that's we don't have a script. I know that was the joke. That's the beauty of this whole thing. <laughs> that's the beauty of this whole thing. I do I do think it's interesting that you know that's kind of why I like this because you know we can talk about it. And people don't have to listen. They don't have to understand. They don't have to agree. But I it makes me feel better. I think. Uh, it talking about it is awesome. And I think that it's also one thing. Don't take our word. Go look it up. Do your homework. Look it up. Pay attention. And if, you know, we're not, we've, we've made a miscalculation somewhere. We've read something, misunderstood yeah. something. Don't, don't quote us on it. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's what we do. That's what people do. I'm not saying that we don't try and make sure that we understand what the hell we're talking about. Right. But, you know, we're not, we're not perfect either. We make, we may misunderstand it, but, that's not the point. The point is, is that you got to do your own homework. You got to do your own research and make your own, uh, make your own uh, assumptions. Come to your own conclusions. Come to your own conclusions. See, si, senor. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we just have to be, just pay attention. Look it up on your own. Like, we want to talk about things that create conversation, and it, that it's about asking questions. Yeah, it's about questioning. I question everything. Me too. I question everything not that not that i question did we land on the moon i don't question that but did we i think so (laughs) i think we did yeah but question where is your where's your money going it's just there's so many things that we need to i i just believe in questioning it at all well it's part of why i think it's important like are we signing contracts with the galactic federation We, we don't know it's so everything is so convoluted now. It's it's really hard to see 
what where our money is going or what these people are doing or how why this stuff is working the way it does because it's so convoluted and it's hard to find the truth you know that uh the annual spending bill it took me like 15 minutes to find that bitch the other day yeah i mean it's not like you just type in annual spending bill and it popped up it didn't pop up for me Yeah, that was hard to find. I remember looking for it the other day, and I was like, well, you know, I, I couldn't, uh, it took me quite a bit of time to find it. Yeah, because it's it's information that's not just readily there. And it's just, it's buried under so many levels of um, other things you have to read through to get to the information that you want. Well, and that's that's exactly what I was about to say. So, it's... You have to, it's almost like you have to dig to find it. You know yeah. what I mean? And then you have to decipher it. It's like the CDC website. Right. So I, I got it put up on my phone here. And it is, this is page one of prepare yourselves. This is the annual spending bill for December 21st, 2020. Yeah. 6,000 pages, almost. 6,000 pages of where our money is going that you will never read. That Yeah, that's it's hard to read. It's very hard to you read. You have to read it a couple times. I mean, you, if you yeah. don't, because you don't, unless you're involved in this kind of stuff, it's hard to understand what it means. Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, uh, let's see, for payments to agricultural experiment stations for cooperative forestry and other research for facilities and for other expensive $992 million. To agriculture. To agriculture. Now, agriculture is important, I, I agree, but... For sure. A billion dollars? Is it a billion dollars important? A billion dollars? A billion? What's it... F- but what, there's no... De- we don't know what this is for. We right. say it's for agriculture, right? But is it actually going to agriculture? That's the thing. That's the issue. That's the thing, right? It's labeled as this, right? But what is it like? Is it going to Monsanto? I mean, I don't know what it's going to. We don't know. It doesn't say. It just says flat out nine hundred. Okay, a billion dollars to the agriculture research. Uh, what? <laughs> and that's just page one. That's like the first thing they talk about. Well, here's another one. It says, for payments to states, the District of Columbia, Puerto Rico, Guam, the Virgin Islands, Micronesia, the Northern Maranias, and American Samoa, $538 million, which shall be for the purposes and in the amount specified in the table titled National Institute of Food and Agriculture Extension, Extension Activities. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Are you shitting me? <laughs> Like I'm reading, I'm, this goes on for days. Like you're reading it and you can't understand what you're saying, and I can't understand. I'm just sitting here like a freaking idiot. Well, like, so here's another one for integrated research, education, and extension grants programs, including necessary administrative. I feel like I, I feel like I sound like I'm being tongue tied here. How, how much money? Necessary administrative expensive, thirty nine million dollars, which shall be for the purposes and in the amounts specified in the table titled. National Institute of Food and Agriculture Integrated Activities. So, what what the fuck is that? What does that mean? So, this one is um, National Institute of Food and Agriculture Extension Activities. 
And then the next one is integrated activities. See, they make it so difficult for you to understand. That you're just like, okay. And it's so vague that it could go literally anywhere. Yeah. Bro, that that money could go to, like, McDonald's, for all we know. Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service. Salaries and expenses. So this is for salaries and expensive. Expensive. Expenses. Mm-hmm. All these words are tongue-tying me. Um, pursuant to the Foreign, Foreign Service Act of 1980, $1 billion, <laughs> of which 478000 are remain available until expended, shall be available for the control of outbreaks of insects, plant diseases, animal diseases, and the control of pests and birds. But, I mean... What the hell? A, that's a fucking billion dollars for animal and plant health inspection service, salaries and expenses, including transfers of funds. What what is any not, how how the hell is anybody supposed to know what the hell this means? I don't know. <laughs> and if this does not know. tell me where the, my money is going or where our money is going, hell no. I mean, it says inspection service salaries and expenses, but that doesn't tell me anything. What's the salary here? Somebody getting paid a hundred million dollars, and we don't know. Yeah, that's the whole issue. This is why I believe that. This is why I believe that they know about. Aliens, the aliens, and all these things. There's a bunch of secrets inside of these government. The the segments of each. Okay, the government is very compartmentalized. I am not. When I say the government, when we say the government, we're not talking about like the cops. We're not talking about you know the f. Like we're not talking about that stuff. We are talking about the establishment that runs the world that runs this country. And I'm of the belief that there is even greater power above the establishment that is behind the whole thing. Oh, yeah. The billionaires. Whatever you think it is. The Illuminati. Whatever. Aliens. Aliens? I don't know. I think I just, I think that we have gotten so used to just kind of going with it, the, going with the flow, that we don't really care to pay it. It, does, it hasn't really mattered before. I mean, it does, but it hasn't at the same time. It only really matters on election year, and people want to argue. But, you know, then if you got who you wanted in office, you know, if you are a Trump supporter and Trump got in office, yay. Nothing else matters, because Trump's going to take care of it. It's a popularity contest. It is. And then on the flip side, if you are for Biden, you know, you you like Biden over Trump. Trump, you know, Biden is the president-elect. Yay. Trump's Biden's going to take care of it. And we quit worrying about it because we get so caught up in everything else that we're doing. And it's because it takes up so much time. Because people think that they have their best interests at heart. Yeah. Yeah. Which is obviously not the case when you look at the spending bill and you go, what the fuck does that mean? Well, and yeah, seriously. And I can't read it. It's, yeah. I I feel illiterate when I read it. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like we're both relatively intelligent people. Yeah. And and, uh, that's, that is a hard, that's hard. Hard to read. And there's 6,000 pages of it. But the thing is, it's so vague. Yes. That's the issue. You know what I mean? So it's so vague. When it's It looks so complicated, but yet it's so vague that... Yeah. You it can could literally mean anything. It. Yeah. You can do whatever you want with it, unless you understand all the intricacies of all that and how all that works and how the wording works and law and all that shit. It looks like a foreign language. Yeah. You know, and that's that's... To me, I think that's it's like that on purpose. So oh, of course. you and I, the regular Joe Blow, can't understand. Of course. That's the whole point. Yeah. But I'm a conspiracy theorist, so. 
I mean, I definitely, uh, I have my thoughts on things. I think it's interesting. I hope people, after everything that's gone on with the popularity contest with the presidents and, and. What a shit show, man. Oh my God, man. What a shit show. Regardless of which way you feel, this whole election has been a, just a absolute shit show. This election in 2020. Has been a fucking embarrassment. It's an embarrassment. Yes, it's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassing nightmare. It is. <laughs> it's like you wake up and you're in you're in class, but you forgot to put on your pants, and you're naked, and everybody says you're a little willy. You're a little willy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's it's embarrassing because look at how people are acting right now, dude. And it's not you know, it's not just here. It's everywhere. Oh, of course. Yeah, it, that makes it even worse. Yeah. It's everywhere. Everybody's showing their little willy right now. Stop it. <laughs> Put it up. Don't nobody want to see that motherfucker. He ain't speaking to me. Oh, people were just, uh, you know, it's it's either, well, we need to stay inside because of the virus. Yeah. Or it's, I want to go outside and do whatever the fuck I want. Exactly. I'm like, scared or I'm a rebel. Like, no one cares, dude. How about just go the fuck on about your day? Quit worrying about all the other shit. Quit doing shit to spite shit. Yeah. Quit doing things to, uh, despite your nose. Is that what it is? Yeah. To cut off your nose or whatever. Some bullshit. I don't know. I'm not great with little, little sayings. Little sayings? No. Some people are quick with the wit, you know? Quick. Yeah, yeah. They have the little sayings. Yeah. They whip out. Not me. (laughs) Not me. When I do, I fuck it up. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, yeah, you know. Okay. I don't do it. My I del- wouldn't trust them with a ten foot pole. Man. My my de- my dyslexia kicks in. Yeah, I don't know about dyslexia. It's just like some kind of weird thing in my head. I can't like. I don't know. Whoa! <laughs> you finally got one on one on the mic. <laughs> I see the uh, the waveform in the audio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you better cut that out. It's um interesting times we're living in. It is. It's uh, good times. I'm just waiting, uh, you know, to get invaded by aliens or whatever's going to happen. Yeah, something. To finish off 20. How about that bomb, that car bomb in Nashville? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Bro. But it like it announced it, did it not? Yeah. They announced so, it before so it went off. So this van or RV or whatever it was, it was like, please step away. It's going to be a bomb that goes off or whatever. And it was ticking down and that bitch exploded. Yeah. And the dude that I apparently he died in it. The guy that set it up, he was inside of it. Oh jeez. He's dead. Wow. That's who they think. That's who they think did it. And I've read things oh, that he was like he was like one of those guys that's like super paranoid about 5G. Yeah. And he was probably just off like crazy fucker. Yeah, like obviously he's, he's probably obviously. been in a couple institutions. Obviously, he's crazy. Drop back um, out. I hate to call anyone crazy without knowing them, but at the same time, mental health is something that's another disappointment. Is mental health is not um, done. I don't think it's treated correctly. And no, I'm not working with it like I have. It's not. Certain environments do not um, benefit people with mit- where they have mental health issues. Yeah. Uh, and there's a difference between mental health issues and behavioral issues, and they don't they don't intertwine well. So you, well, and dude, and like the, it's not just that it's the it's the prison systems are jacked oh, up dude. too. Yes, um, you know we pay way too much money to that. But I th- I'm I th- sure if you look yeah. through that annual spending bill, 
it might not even be on there because so many prisons are privatized now. Yeah. So, um, but I know a lot of tax money and subsidies do go to the prison yes. system. Yeah, it's, I mean, institutions do, I think they, on paper, they look good. Implementing them to work appropriately is tough. But I also think that they're implemented to keep the, keep people in the system. Yeah. It keeps people, it keeps a flow of money. It's, it's a money. constant flow yeah. of money. Oh, yeah. I mean, so it's it's not about helping you get better. It's about helping some get better and the rest. Let's keep them coming. Uh, oh, yeah. They're going to stay here. Let's keep, we'll, we'll send them out seven days of meds, bring them back, whatever. Well, there's also people that believe that, okay, this is probably one of the oldest conspiracy type things. And I remember when I was a kid, um, we had a family friend named Jack and he was like super big conspiracy. The guy kind of a weird cat traveled all over the country, did a lot of weird shit. Um, just a different kind of guy, real nice guy though. And, um, he would always talk about how like they had a cure for cancer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of the oldest, but they won't oh, let yeah, it out. The big pharma's got it. Um, right. So there's a cure for cancer. But they up. won't let it out because it makes too much money. But the, you can add on more to that and say that, well, what about all the fake processed food we eat that has been linked to genetic disorders? Cancer. Cancer. Treatment. Make more money off treatment. Treatment. Medicine. Money. It's ridiculous, dude. It's all It's all a big, it's all it's together. It's all combined. It's all together. It's all a big, what is the best way to make the most money and not let people know you're doing it? Yeah. You know, it's like, like I said, slot of hand. And these are the donors. These are the people that donate to our right government. Our, yeah. They push agendas and, well, you know what? That sounds good. I'm going to add this to the next one. And you know what's funny is like people that are all for the environment, right? They're just like, oh, well, you know, we should stop fracking and stop dumping in the oceans. Yeah. And, and sh- I believe that we should. But the problem is they're in the same pockets. As a fucking oil company. How much money are they going to fucking make off you they're trying to be They're in the same pockets of the oil companies, their, their adversary, that believe that we should be fracking. It, the amount of money that oil is making off of us, that people, you're environmental friendly, if that's the direction we continue to go in, if that takes over and oil's gone and this and that, we're all electric, blah, 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 they're still going to be making money off your stupid ass. Yeah. You know, that's the whole point. Yeah. It doesn't, it's always better for the environment, but at the end of the day, it's better for their pockets. Oh, yeah. And I was hoping that during this whole COVID lockdown situation, that people would just start to kind of step away, think, yeah, and listen to the universe or God, but it's or whatever it is. But we can't because it's an election year. Well, so I know, people I know, are doing that. I know, but I would say pay attention to the coming year. Yeah. Because if the shit just cuts off like a faucet, and we've just had this shit spewing out for fucking a year. Just spewing out. And it started with Kobe Bryant dying. Yeah. And, you know, it was just like, this fucking gushing geyser of shit on everybody. And then we, if it just cuts off when the new year starts, that's going to raise my eyebrows even more. Oh, but the vaccine worked. The vac- herd immunity and the vaccines kicked in. That's why COVID is going to disappear. <sighs> I don't know what we're going to do, man. I think I, we... Uh, I just want to try and stay positive. Keep making smart decisions. I'm a pessimist. Yeah. But I want to stay positive. And I think that it's okay to question things. It is. It's okay to be an, an optimistic Obviously pessimist. not be... Don't be like the guy that blew up the 
van in Nashville. And obviously, we, we don't think that every single person out there, you know, in politics is a terrible human being. There no. are people out there that fight for us. There I are. think that the people in politics, but, like I said earlier, I think that everything is so compartmentalized that they think that they're doing something good. And they're trying. And they're trying. There's only so much. But the reality is, they're not. Does it really make that much of a difference? And they're still taking the money. Now, the people that have seen behind the curtain and know what's going on, and they still continue to do it, I think outweigh the people that are actually trying to do some good. Yeah, I think so. Oh, far outweigh it. Yeah, I agree. I just you can't you can't appease everybody. So no. being in a politics is not easy because you have you have to try and appease the masses. But it's a lot easier to appease the masses when you're controlling the narrative. Yeah, but they don't really appease any of us. No, not really. They appease us by throwing us crumbs. That's right. Like they got a pop tart, right? They got the whole pop tart. Two luscious fucking mm, what kind whatever of your flavor? favorite. What's your favorite? Mine's mine's a chocolate fudge. I'm a chocolate fudge guy. Are you? I like yeah. I like strawberry. Strawberry's pretty strawberry's good. Strawberry's wild good. Wildberry. Ooh, wildberry's Ooh, good. Mm. Now that's a good one. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So whatever your pop, just think about it this way. And they're toasted. Ooh. Oh. Some butter. I don't know about butter. Dude, you should try it. I'm seriously. I might. I might do that. When I was a kid, I used to take it, put it in the toaster. Mm-hmm. Then I would take it, put some butter on top of it, cut it. Probably was a fat ass when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm still a big kid, a big dude, but not like that. Still a big kid. Yeah. I mean, I am. But any it's rate, accurate. you take a pop tart. This is what they're doing to us. They're just eating the whole thing in you front get, of us. You get like watching. two little sprinkles of, on top from the top. But the crumbs that we're getting is the ones that fell off their beard and onto the ground. That's the crumbs we're getting. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, they probably, well, it might have just fell out of their mouth. Yeah. I mean, they chew loud probably with their mouth open. Because they shove it all in there and they're like, rah, rah, and it just like, pops out. And ooh, crumbs. I love Pop-Tarts. It's interesting. Or I mean, like I mean, the baby birds getting regurgitated worms. That's, mm, yeah, that's gross. I mean. That works too. I really want to talk, like, we need to, like, I really want to start talking about more of these weird, crazy kind of stories. Like, it's so interesting to me. Oh, I know. Like, the whole alien, like, the, I mean, I was watching Ancient Aliens earlier. I love Ancient Aliens. Oh, it's addicting, dude. It's so good. You could sit there and watch one episode, and then before you know it, you've watched three. Yeah, they have, they have so much stuff out there. And a lot of it's almost like they go in circles. They talk about the same stuff multiple times different ways but yeah but so so much of it is is they it's, it's so believable and it all intertwines just you know it's all kind of has so something to do with each other believable yeah it's pretty cool like the whole where where hitler you know the nazis knew a lot about yeah alien technology and it was believed that they had had you know connections with them and that they had these underground vessels that were alien and now we got our government coming out saying that there were flying objects that weren't you know flying vehicles or vehicles that weren't from this earth yeah whoa whoa dude i was reading something earlier too about this um there was a doctor i can't remember his name uh back in like the 40s where they were doing it's called the monster study that's Mm. what it was deemed as um 1939 Wendell Johnson and Mary Tudor at the University of Iowa. 
they were taking basically taking kids that w- that had speech impediments, right? And they were telling them that they spoke fine, and they took like twenty kids, and ten of them were orphans, and these kids, ten of them had speech impediments, ten of them didn't. So some of them they were telling you speak fine, right? And then and they would be just they would be super nice to them. And then some of them, they would say, like, if they they spoke perfectly fine, they had good enunciation and everything, they would say, you have a problem. Yeah. And it's really bad. And it fucked these kids up, dude. It's a bad story. Really bad. It, it went on for years. Huh. I've never heard And of these that. kids were, they they had to, like, uh, pay them and, and like, uh, for the damage they caused some of those kids. Jeez. It's pretty bad. You should read about that. It's yeah, crazy. Have to do some homework. All this stuff I think was f- probably funded by somebody in our gov colleges and universities. Come on. Oh, don't give don't get me started on it's that. It's all we'll connected. For three hours. Don't get me started. Co- colleges are. But the the acceleration of everything is just crazy. It is. We're we're at a point now where you know we've advanced so much, but so little. I think, and uh, hopefully. Uh, we can continue to, uh, we got to improve somewhere. And I hope 2021 is the beginning of that. I hope that it's a, a good start. Yeah. So we want to wish everybody a happy new year. And uh, we'll have another, <clears throat> more episodes coming up for you. We have the Evil series that I'm working on recording as well. Um, and that's going to be fun. Uh, interesting stories on there. They'll probably be like 15 minutes long episodes. We're also going to start trying to do YouTube video, um, having clips on YouTube, but the full podcast will be on Spotify. So we're getting really good feedback on Spotify. YouTube is a little different because, you know, unless you have premium, you can't close it down and listen to it and just casually listen to a podcast like you can with Spotify or Apple Music. Yeah, it's, it's not convenient. So if we add a little video, I think that would add more to the YouTube. So. We will start doing that. Um, we're just gradually learning more and more as we go. So follow me on Instagram. Um, look me up. as It's Garth West on Instagram. Um, and uh, got any closing statements for the, for the peoples? Be merry. Happy New Year. Merry Chrysler. <laughs> merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler. Happy New Year. Um, 2021 will be the year of... Hopefully, good things to come. I think so. I think it's gonna be. A, I think it's gonna be better. Twenty twenty's just been a. It's been a weird year. Just remember to keep questioning things and always think about things and take time. Take time out of your day to sit and think and just take things in. Um. Just don't don't take things that you see at face value. Yeah. You know, take things with a grain of salt. Make your own assumptions. Don't just listen. Yeah. You know, listen, listen, but take notes. Exactly. And and look at history and look at where we're at now. When they say history repeats itself, so. Yeah. You know. Just question everything. Just pay attention and uh, take care of each other. Like I say all the time, check on the people you love and care about. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Happy New Year. Merry Chrysler. <laughs>